Thanks again to Imagine That Boutique. It's good morning to Jimmy Carter. Uh, Jimmy, looking for an update this morning on Aldine and Morris. Yeah, the feud, as we call it. Uh, Marin over the weekend said she raised $100,000 in T-shirt sales in one day. She had some T-shirts made up that say, Marin Morris, lunatic country music person. <laughs> and that's the word from uh, Tucker Carlson, who called her a lunatic and called her a fake country singer. Now, I wrote a column for a national publication that I'm almost through with. I think they both lose on this. Uh, anytime you get into politics, you start dividing up people. And in this case, you have divided up country music even more. It was there and ready, ripe for it anyway, after the Morgan Wallen situation. You had people who were pro-Morgan Wallen, which was Luke, uh, Com- Luke, not Luke Combs, well, maybe Luke Combs, I don't know, Luke Bryan, uh, Eric Church for sure, kind of took Morgan under their wing and kind of rehabbed him back up. And then on this issue, well, you had a lot of other people on the other side. And then on this issue, you got Marin Morris with Cassidy Pope, and there are a number of other people lined up with her, including Jason's publicist, who fired him after 17 years because of the controversy, said we're not the right people for the gig. And a lot of people in the industry have been kind of questioning that, saying your publicist is supposed to have your back. That's their job. Sure. And people have been fired before by publicists or dropped by record labels. People lose their record deal all the time. But no one's ever seen a press release come out, you know, where they said, hey, we just dropped so-and-so, right. you know, from the label. It's just they kind of slither away. You know, they make a big deal when you get signed. But if you get dropped, they just kind of don't do anything about that, which was probably what they should have done in this case. So we'll see after a short holiday truce. Maybe they're all done with this, but Dolly Parton had it right. Stay in the school of neutral where no one knows what you're for. Right. That way you can sell music to the left-hand side of the page and the right-hand side of the page. Well, and then you just you don't have to waste your time arguing on social media. Right, and fighting and doing all that stuff. It's just, you know, Luke Combs did something unusual. Uh, he, it's not unusual that someone has voice problems. They have it all the time. In the cancel, the weekend over on the R&B side had trouble. He got up on stage at SoFi Stadium, filled football stadium, and told him he wasn't going to be able to do it tonight, that his voice was gone, and he was refunding all the tickets. All right, well, Luke Combs, before people even got to their seats, he refunded their tickets. And then he came out and spoke to Bangor, Maine's Main Savings Amphitheater, and told him that uh, I'm just so sorry, but my voice is not going to be allowing me to do this tonight in any way. Uh, I'm, going, I'm struggling. So a few hours ago, I realized that I wasn't going to be able to do it, so I refunded your money. But we're going to stay, and since you guys paid for it, we're going to stay and give you the best free show we can put on. I want you guys to know that I'm upset about it. So if you think about it, the band's not sick. The lead singer's sick. And if you're that loved by the audience, they know your music. Right. So he had them sing for him, and it was a shorter set, but it was, uh, I think it was great. And the, a couple of the audience people that I saw thought it was incredibly moving and heartfelt. He asked for help from the crowd to sing his songs, got teared up, and they said it was the best show we'd ever seen, and amazing seats too. But you think about it. The ticket is only part of what you're spending. You've got gas money, babysitters maybe, hotels, some cases airfare, you know, and stuff like that. So you're ho- the yeah, it's great that they gave you money back, but what about everything else? So in this case, they got their money back, 
and then they got a very unique show that will be remembered long after it would have been otherwise. Of course. And Garth Brooks in Dublin, or will be on Friday. I think he's in Ireland already. But uh, they're a little controversial. They had fog and they had rain, and so they got behind on building the stage. So they had to petition the city council, we need to work past 10 o'clock because of the bad weather we've had. We've not been able to keep up. So they thought that was reasonable, they did. So they've been making noise late at night, and that's got the neighborhood mad, who's very sensitive to noise anyway. And so they've been jumping around and raising cane. You know, these are the same people that build a house near the airport and then complain about airplane noise. I just don't understand it. If you're going to live near something, it's going to be there when you're there. And they're not going to, that's just, people are crazy. Uh, Hardy and Laney Wilson have what's maybe the oddest song in country music, Wait in the Truck. They performed it live for the first time over the weekend. Hardy even wore an orange jumpsuit. So there. <laughs> yeah, he did it because it fits the song. So there you go. Have a beautiful Tuesday. I almost said Monday. Tuesday. Oh, We're all kinds of twisted. You have a great day, too, Jimmy. We'll check in tomorrow. See you then. Jimmy Carter, weekday morning, 750. Thanks again to Imagine That Boutique. And remember, if you miss an update, catch up with the podcast playback. Check out K103FM.com.